I'm Leonard Nimoy. The following tale of alien encounters is true, and by true, I mean false. It's all lies, but they're entertaining lies, and in the end, isn't that the real truth? The answer is no. What you're about to see, explain it, disprove it, we cannot. We simply invite you to explore with us the amazing world of the unknown. Hey everybody, what's shaking? This is Ro Flying Solo in this episode. This is episode 158.5. If you have not yet listened to episode 158, you need to stop this one right here, go download that one, listen to it in its entirety, and then come back here and pick up and listen on this. Uh, due to the tremendous response that we received on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Carrier Pigeon, Smoke Signals, you know, whatever, everybody was really happy about the last show. And I wasn't really sure if I was going to release this one or not because it's kind of short. But, hey, everybody loved it, so we'll drop this one. This is about the Holland UFO incident that took place on March 8th, 1994. Now, this is kind of weird because once I actually went to go back and start editing this and take a look at it, I found that if you listen to the audio from the previous show, they make reference to this one. And the officer from the clip I'm about to play actually brings up that, you know, we need to call the National Weather Service. And the officer says, yeah, I was the one that did that. But he says, do you remember last year when we did it? So I don't know if he meant, you know, because these take these actually take place about nine months apart. So I thought, well, is he actually mean that the incident that we're going to talk about next happened in 1993? No, this did happen on March 8th of 1994 because I actually did some searching and found the Grand Haven Tribune where it actually talks about it. Anyways, before I do anything more, I need to decide to shout out to my boy Jareth who actually lives over in Holland, Michigan. I was talking to him about it through Facebook and he said uh, he was about two years old when all this stuff went down. And that, yeah, his mom confirmed that there was a lot of craziness going on. He told me a couple of really weird stories, but being I don't have his permission to retell those stories, I'm not going to do it. Sorry, folks, I got to keep confidentiality, especially if it's with my friends. Anyways, let's go back and refresh a little bit and listen to what happened in the last tape is to bring us up current to what's going on in this one. Then I don't know who did it. They decided they called the uh, the national weather thing, mm-hmm. and the weather had it on their radar. So that's me. Like, no, what I was just thinking. Have you like who's ever like running the show out there? For, uh-huh. Who's like really into this? No. Maybe this, nobody is. Who's ever running the show out here is like laughing at all you guys out there. But that's because they're in a closed building and we're out here looking at this. Okay. But no, what I'm wondering is maybe somebody might want to give the National Weather people a call. Because they're not going to classify shit. They'll call and say, yo, oops, we fell something. Like they did us last year. Hey, Pete, if you saw this, uh-huh. yeah, you'd be doing it too. Uh-huh. I'm serious. Well, Jack said it's Venus. Okay, well then, uh, there's six of them. This is a short piece. I'm going to edit it down a little bit because it's pretty long. I'll have an actual link to the real story in the show notes if you want to go read the full article. 
Um, this is from the Grand Haven Tribune, and it was written August 11th, 2014, by Kevin S. Collier. And it goes as follows. On the evening of March 8th, 1994, residents of southwest Michigan began seeing strange things in the skies over Lake Michigan to the south of Holland. Blue, red, and green lights sometimes attached to cylindrical objects that sometimes perform unusual movers reported. 9-11 operators began to receive calls at 9.30 p.m. about something that looked like a string of Christmas lights way up in the sky. It wasn't just people reporting these things. It was counties up and down Lake Michigan. Some sources said 300 witnesses, including several police officers, saw the lights. There were so many that one of the Ottawa 911 operators, which we just heard, that was the same person that you're going to hear in this tape, decided to call the National Weather Service radar operator at Muskegon. The conversation that 911 had in the NWS operator were entirely recorded and are being presented here. So, this is the 911 tapes and the phone call to the National Weather Service that took place that night. Oh, and just one more thing. These were recorded on cassette, so the audio quality isn't that great. Blah, blah, blah. All of the usual stuff that I say in regards to this kind of stuff. Anyways, let's roll. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Thank you. 
you guys busy? A little bit. I call that's not a really emergency. We just called about the UFOs we thought. Mm -hmm. They're out there. Same yeah. airplanes. Yeah, we've got a car on the way over there, let's see, right now. Yeah. We've got a couple other calls. Really? Are they see them too? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where are I they now? I mean, are they... They're just kind of hanging there. They came up as a group and then they kind of split. I, I bet some kind of hot air balloon or uh, healing balloon with lights on. Sorry to cut in you guys one more time, but here's the thing, and this is why this is so important right here. Up until this point on this episode and the last episode, all we have heard is people calling in and police officers saying, I'm seeing lights up in the sky. They're doing this. They're doing that. They're throwing cheeseburgers at one another. They're beating each other with a banana. Who knows? Anyways, we have nothing to go by other than eyewitness testimony. This changes right here. Now, what I find the most important and disturbing, interesting, call it what you will, is the radar operator starts to lose his shit because he can't understand what's going on and the amount of intensity and work he puts into trying to figure out what's happening. So I'm not going to say anything more, and I'll see you guys at the other side. Yeah, how you doing? Good. You guys have access to 
to a radar there, don't you? Yes, we do. You do. You getting anything weird down in the southern Ottawa County area? Anything weird? Hold on for a second. Okay. Yeah, 84th and uh, Garfield. Out of Chicago. That's a track, track radar. Um, nothing more than the usual ground fire we get right there. Let me uh, get on closer range. Okay, the reason I ask is we're getting a whole bunch of calls of some strange lights in the uh, southern Ottawa, northern Allegan County, right near Holland City area. Strange light? Yeah. Such as we've, got, we've had about 60 UFO calls. Oh, jeez. Okay, I'm sitting here going, no, come on, there's got to be something more to this. Yeah. Well, I have to call a UFO reporting center then about this. But, um, this is just, you know, we've had a couple of them, and we've got a couple, we got an officer out there right now, and he says, uh, the only thing he sees right now is a tower. What they had done is replaced their lights. Uh-huh. They were on steady before. Now they're on uh, an alternating blinking pattern. Uh-huh. That's what he's writing it off to, but a couple of our people, are, or the citizens, are saying, well, yeah, but they seem to be moving. Well, are you standing in the same spot you were before? No. Well, that would make a move to me, you know, I mean, yeah. you're standing on one side of your house, you go to the other, yeah, they're going to be in a different location. So I was just kind of curious if you noticed anything or um, anything on there at all. I'm looking at it in the vertical now, and, and I'm not really, let's see, wait a minute, there's something right there. Okay, let's see what that is. Looks like uh, there is a larger turn down there. Let's see, that looks like um, it's up about maybe... Disappear, but it was up about 6,000 feet in about, um, could have been a plane, I don't know, but it was pretty big, wait a minute, I'm sure that was. Yeah, they're getting a bunch of weird ones down there, and like I see, now we're, now it's starting to, it appears to be moving a little bit south. Yeah, uh, okay, well, I'll move, let's see, yeah, there's something big down there, wait a minute, that's really strange. Um, it's, I get it down at, uh, Big blob. Yeah, 
That's the way it was explained to us. And it's not... I think it's almost off the scope. Let me go to another. This is weird. Let me go to another, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm seeing three returns. Uh, 
they've moved positions now. Um, South Haven, it's like and more light.
see if they got anything that they're aware of once too. Okay, they look like they're moving, they're all moving toward the south, towards Chicago. There's three returns moving towards Chicago. Um, they're about over the center of uh, Lake Michigan, three of them in a triangle, and they're about the uh, southern, real southern part of uh, Lake Michigan, probably just off the coast of Berrien County. Okay. Just, just northeast of Chicago. All right, I will uh, give them a shot. We'll see what I can uh, locate from them. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right, appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Be able to 
Lucia, um, um, you know, a movement on this, if, if we can play this back. Okay. So, well, if we get any more, we'll let you know also. Okay, let me, uh, yeah, please do. Okay. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, bye bye. Bye. Well, it's nice to know that the Northern Lights show up on weather radar, at least back in 1994 they did. Anyways, um, I have found an article that is rather dated. It's from March 13th, 1995, and it's written by Ellen Krieger, and it comes from the Chicago Tribune. It's a long article, and since we do not have any kind of journalistic integrity whatsoever, other than the fact that we cite where we get our sources from a good majority of the time, I'm just going to pick and choose what I want to read out of it. Of course, I will have links for the article if you would like to read the whole thing up on our website at projectarchivist.com in the show notes for this episode. In one of Michigan's greatest unsolved mysteries, nobody has been able to explain the UFOs seen by hundreds of people in western Michigan on March 8, 1994. What has happened to the people who saw the lights that night? The radar operator who saw the UFOs has transferred out. Veldhaus still works as a Holland police officer. These sightings would have to fall into the category of truly unidentified flying object. Well, duh, says Dr. Michael Swords, professor of natural science at Western Michigan University and former editor of the Journal of UFO Studies, a scholarly journal. The radar returns were definitely anomalous and completely unexplained. But was it, you know, aliens? I don't believe for a minute there was any kind of alien structure. I think there is a fairly strong earthly explanation for what occurred, says Leo Grainer, director of the National Weather Service in Muskegon. Here's what researchers have concluded so far about the Howland UFO sightings. It wasn't a weather balloon, small plane, marsh gas, advertising blip, satellite, falling star, helicopter, space debris, or military aircraft. Grainer of the National Weather Service believes that the Federal Aviation Administration knows what happened that night but isn't saying. If any aircraft are within a given area, the FAA has to know what's going on in that area. But most of the time, they won't acknowledge anything, not even to us, he says. I think I know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you. Once I retire from the National Weather Service, I might tell somebody. The FAA in Chicago did not return calls. The sightings inspired a flood of calls from UFO fans as far away as Japan and Australia. People in 42 counties in Michigan called to report that they'd seen the lights as far north as the Upper Peninsula on as late as 10.30 p.m., March 11th, three days after the Holland sightings. At least a few of these witnesses went further saying that they were abducted by aliens. A lot of people who said they saw the lights were probably looking at Venus or the moon, says Scott Reuter of Grand Haven, but I knew what I was looking at. It was not a planet, nor an airplane. And with that, I think we'll bring our little series of UFO-related 911 phone calls to an end. Um, I do have some more audio tapes along this line set off to the side. Um, they're not quite UFO 911 calls. They are UFO-oriented and they are audio tapes. But I think I'm going to save those for a little bit later in the year, maybe around Christmas time, maybe around New Year's, you know, when things get crazy and... I like to go on my little spurts of giving people extra content just to say thank you for supporting the show and so much. But um, anyways, that's it. This is Ro. Peace out from the D. See everybody again really soon. <laughs>